Anyway, so, you know, kudos to the Huskies. I think they're a highly, highly underappreciated program in the world of college football and the sport of gridiron football. If you think about it, they're quietly a QB university since Warren Moon, Mark Burnell, the Heward brothers, they're in broadcasting now. Jake Locker, if you want to count that. Jake Browning, that's like kind of like, and then his girlfriend kind of carrying the Bengals going into the end of the season. I mean, they have a lot of talent, and they went through a really rough time in this century a few times, you know, up against the backdrop of the Seahawks doing so well in the 2010s, and there was just a lot of men's pressure, and they beat their old head coach, Steve Sarkeesian, the one who was fighting the demons, as they say, with the alcohol, and got to the got to the college rankings and then back into the good graces. And if you want to look at this team, and then Washington beat Michigan a few times in the Rose Bowls and the, during the bowl days, early 90s and stuff like that. And I just like, man, this team, this school gets no respect against the rest of the West Coast schools, whether it's USC or Oregon, Stanford, and I just go, I think they're a really good program, and then they just don't get enough fandom and support. So I'm glad that they're in good graces. I, I root for them as big, they come to Big Ten. You know, I'm not one of these fans. You know, some of the fans, it's just like, even in your, within your own conference, I see this in this state. You know, I, and let me get to that right now. Some of the Sparty fans, the green and white fans, they're just like, oh, I never support those scums, the fucking Walmart Wolverines, blah, blah, blah. If you don't know what the term Wolverine Walmart means, go look it up. You know, and then I just go like, look, when the state was playing in the Rose Bowl, I rooted for state I, if for the sake of the conference. And I, I genuinely, you know, care about the younger brother. Of the goddamn conference, you know, and then if Iowa goes up against other teams, I root for them. I was rooting for all these Big Ten schools during this bowl season, despite some of the shitty performances that we were getting out of Big Ten leading up to this, you know. And then Ohio, you know, I I don't root for them to winning the national championship, but I hope they do well so that the Michigan's loss is less like. God, like, that's, they lost to the perennial contenders, at least, you know? And, you know, there's that. So, you know, congrats to the Huskies. Fuck y'all, rest of the Big Ten, especially the state fans and the Ohio fans that are, like, rooting against it. And I just go, like, same same for the, I saw the Oregon Ducks fans. They just go, like, oh, I'm glad the fucking Huskies lost. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. You lost to the Huskies twice in a fucking single season. You should shut the fuck up, sit down, and then look at Phil Knight and say, Daddy Phil Knight, before you pass away, can you donate us some more fucking money before we come to Big Ten? You know, whatever. I, I digress. I like Dan Lenning, that coach, you know, and all that stuff. Michigan and this championship. I think this is the second ever episode I record about my team winning a championship. I think the first time was from episode 119 from June 19th, 2019. The 19s of all episodes and when the Raptors won. And then I honestly, looking back, didn't I was just jarred that they became the NBA champions. Maybe it's the insecurity of being a Toronto sports fan and not being experienced champions of any of the fucking leagues that just like I don't know I don't know how to handle this and I have this conversation with with some of the Red Wings fans here the Pistons fans that won in the 80s 90s 2000s and then the Tigers going to winning you know winning in 84 and then going to winning the pennant going to the World Series twice and I'm like I, I don't know what that means because I never felt it so I was more jarred when the Raptors won in 2019 this one 
it's more of a relief but also it, i think it makes you appreciate because dude i'm not gonna go and recite every single fucking episode i just trashed jim harbaugh in the program pre-covid and I, I mean, I can do a best of episode for Jim Harbaugh, who I think is going to leave, which I'm going to get to in a little bit. The fact that they pulled this off in a three-year turnaround, like three years ago, I think Joel Klatt said this, and I thought this too, January 2021, the pandemic season where Ohio played Alabama, and Alabama had their best team ever, that many people rate, but I kind of not sure given how that 2020 season went with different conferences and lack of camp and all that during the pandemic. Um, I just go, yeah, if, if anyone said then that like, look, Michigan is going to compete for the playoff spot and win the national championship all in the next three years, no one would have believed you. But I think the heart of what I was arguing in 2018 November, State of the Michigan football episode, right after that, the disaster, 65 to like 37 loss to Ohio, I was extra mad because I drove all the way from Toronto to Ann Arbor to watch that game in a bar on a fucking Saturday morning. I left 6 a.m. to catch this shit at noon, and then that's what I saw. I was so fucking mad. The f- I said then, which was, look, you can't you gotta stop this dumbass midwest thinking being a not not being a midwesterner change the culture change the system bring some new philosophies to attract the next recruits and the next staff and do that shit don't get me this michigan hard-nosed football blah 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 this is the way it was when it was bowl yada 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 i said shut the hell up we're in 20 first century and even in that 20th century this fucking team only won one national championship that wasn't an outright in the second half of the 20th century and some michigan people will argue well the national championship didn't even really fucking matter for bo because boom it was more of a regional sport yada 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 shut the fuck up you know you won one in 48 and then you won in 97 on the ap poll and you didn't play against nebraska and I think Nebraska would have beaten the Wolverines then. Who knows? Some things we never know. But then again, that's a college football and it's all the claim national titles. They went back, got the defensive coordinator from the NFL with the help of Brother John. But I also thought that was a right call where a lot of different schemes and where they focused on defensive line, defensive ends. And you can see that, like, what is the attraction of the Michigan program? It's like, is it the linebackers during the Lloyd Carr days with, like, Lamar Woodley? And then, like, Rashawn Gary and then uh, Devin Bush, those guys, Jake Ryan, Winovich, and all those guys. Is that the linebacker league with the cornerbacks like Marlon Jackson, Leon Hall, Charles Woods? Is that the time? And I'm like, yes and no. We would like to get stronger in the trenches. And the college game has inevitably have become the trenches game. And the question was, hey, can Michigan handle outside of the Big Ten? Because it clearly proved that they will outwork the trenches against the Penn State. They will outwork the trenches of the Ohio State, who did better than I thought this season. And they handed, they handled Alabama really well, who handled Georgia in turn. In Pac-12, the biggest question, you guys are air raid passing, and then can you handle a fucking NFL-level guys coming at you? And they clearly couldn't. 
ACC sitting there and be like, man, what about us? And Big 12 sitting there, like, what about us? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, shut up. Shut up. If you, yeah, shut your jabroni ass up. It's just all like ACC. You're nothing since Clemson. And then Clemson got locked into fucking pretty good assistance and some innovative offense and two quarterbacks, fucking franchise quarterbacks they lucked into getting with Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Massage Watson, okay? So I just go, and then since then, Clemson's nothing. Nobody fucking goes there. Nobody gives a shit. And then, like, Georgia and Alabama, they're built on those lines and then the strong people, you know, strong guys in the trenches and all that. Get the running game established. And I said Colorado needs that. They're so close. Their athletic talent is there. And if you look at the turnaround that Michigan had just in three years, and now we got this transfer portal and everything with the NIL, I it's going to get only more difficult when it gets to the 12-team format and whatnot. And without mentioning that, like, there are about 125 Division One football programs with Power 5, now going to be Power 4 conferences, averaging, what, 14 to 16, 18 teams each. So you're looking at about 64 to 70 programs that are, you know, in the top spots always and getting the favorable advantage in the polls. That's, in some ways, harder than the NFL or the professional leagues where it's 30 to 32 teams competing for, what, 16 playoff spots, right? And I just go like, dude, like, this is why college sports is hard. The dynasty is hard. All those claim national titles from, like, the Yale-Harvard days in the 19th century and the 20th century. Fuck, whatever, man. You beat a bunch of, like, school for deaf and blind people to stack up those historic victories, including my alma mater, Michigan. But that said, it's like it's the game, the league, everything is evolving, and it's only going to get harder. Football, you're competing against 120 teams in the same division. College basketball is even worse. You're looking at about 300 and 68 teams make the single elimination tournament. So I don't I don't want to hear people going like, oh, like whatever, just like you fluked into a cheat or whatever. They still did it. Sign stealing, sign, you know, steal, sign stealing is not illegal, but the advanced scouting that Michigan did allegedly is. Now, I don't care at this point. I really don't. Where do you think the expression they play dirty in the South fucking came from? You think they weren't dirty in the South? Come on now. You hire other coaches and former coaches and former players as graduate assistants and then get the playbook and then get the patterns and all that, right? You you think that's that's fine, but like sending people over to travel for the fairness of the game isn't? I mean, I don't know. Like, don't fucking tell me that Purdue cannot offer, afford a fucking plane ticket or get another like former graduates to look at the fucking shit. I don't care. I don't care. And then I got I, I got into the whole whole merch thing because I just go like, look, man, how when is the next time this is gonna happen? Especially what I think is gonna happen. I'm gonna talk about it in a bit about Jim Harbaugh this is gonna come. So I just go. I'm sure I'm gonna get a lot of shoes. Like, oh, you better be fucking answer this on your fucking shirt. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut your dumb ass up. Such a bum ass, bitter ass up. I'm like, shut up. And, you know, I just go whatever. And then I will enjoy this. And all these University of Michigan fans and alums, you know, I know the world hates us because they ain't us. You know, oh, my God, Jason Gay in the Wall Street Journal, he admitted, the Wisconsin grad, who's just like, I can't deal with these former Wolverines in New York, you know, in the Wall Street Journal office. They're so 
fucking agonizing. They're so fucking annoying. Here in the state of Michigan, all these Wolverine, Walmart Wolverine fans are going to be like, they as they as as if they graduated from the fucking school and then go, nye, 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 and everybody, yada, yada, yada. And same goes in the West Coast in Seattle, L.A., you know, Denver, Texas, we're all, we're all everywhere, and we're contributing to the fucking society, and then we won, we win one fucking championship for fucking once, and y'all are bitching about it, shut the fuck up, that's what I would say right now, maize and blue, they're champions of the west, well, they beat the fucking western team, didn't they, for once, Jesus Christ, let us have our fucking moments. But you guys want some cheese and fucking cheese. Shut the fuck up. You think nobody else... I just go... I've never watched the South Park episode more where Hartman was explaining to the kids, how do I reach these kids? And then I just go like, look, look. Did they steal signs? Yes. Was that illegal? No. Everybody else steals the signs in this fucking college football. But Whatever. I'm sure the NCAA decisions are going to come out. How meaningful are they at this point? I don't know. I'm at a point where I just go, give Reggie Bush his fucking Heisman back. All these vacated wins. You, you, you're going to vacate the wins. Okay. Are you going to vacate my fucking t-shirt, buddy? Well, how, how are you going to vacate? You, you can't take these memories away. I thought that was one of the stupidest things when they did. Whether it's, a, I'm not going to get into it. Let's talk about good things, shall we? I can't hate any time. But I will not see another victory possibly in a while. Because here's what I think is going to happen. I made up my mind and I was prepared for it. Which makes the celebration a little tamed down. Um, I'm not going in like this is the start of the new era. The domination. The dynasty. No, no, no. Because I, I decided that maybe halfway through the season... Uh, when they're really picking up the steam and getting the playoff spot, lookingly locked in, you know, knowing, it, I just go like, especially after the Penn State Ohio game and the whole advanced scouting scandal came up, I just said Jim Harbaugh's gone. Harbaugh is gone, and I just go even if they lost this game, I don't know how. Like, I don't know. Maybe if they lost, they would have come back. Kind of like the Kawhi discussion. And then I was ready to get my heart broken like when Kawhi left. I still think to this day Kawhi made a bad decision and pretty rash decision and then kind of overplayed his hand because, you know, it was five years ago. And then I said at that time, you could stay in the Raptors for two years, opt out, and still go back to the Clippers and make your money. And you could have had a better legacy possibly winning one or more two more rings with the core that you had instead they went and the clippers fucking flopped but he's still gonna collect his paycheck and maybe that's the way Kawhi wanted it and that's what tells you about Kawhi. and then i kind of go whatever jim on the other hand look he stuck around for nine years doing this i wish he would stay for life and then build that legacy I honestly think Jim passes Bochem Beckler at this point for actually accomplishing what he accomplished. And then, like, getting the the team and the program and the national level bring such prestige and legitimacy. And this national championship is the exclamation point of it. I think they really changed the philosophy, became innovative, attractive for getting the next NFL talent ready, which is what I was arguing that they should go for. And instead of getting these, like, old-minded, old you know, coaches that aren't evolving. So, anyways, 
That said, I, I think, you know, Harbaugh 60. I really think he really wants to go for that Super Bowl. And he wants to be those one of the four coaches that has won the national championship at college and the Super Bowl. There are only, I think, three coaches that did it. Jimmy Johnson with the Miami Hurricanes, and he just got induced into the Ring of Honor for the Dallas Cowboys. Barry Switzer, who basically took Jimmy Johnson's team, so I really can't count the Super Bowl, but the record says he got it. You know, Oklahoma Sooner coach and the uh, Dallas Cowboys in one year. And the other is Pete Carroll. You know, who won with the USC, the vacated fucking Heisman, you know, and then the Seattle Seahawks. He should have gotten two Super Bowls, but anyways, whatever. Eagle got in the way, right? Why you make a harder decision? So I think Harbaugh is really going to go. But if And then he hired uh, Tom Brady's agent, Don Yee. And then uh, looking at the vacancies, as of Tuesday recording this thing, I think the Tennessee Titans position opened up. And then, like, there's what? The Chicago Bears, the perennial discussion, the Bears, the Raiders, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, maybe the Patriots, but I doubt it. Carolina Panthers, you know, go listen to my David Tepper episode about. I just go like, look, and Harbaugh's not a young man. He's 60. Where is he going to go? And then I, I, I just go like, None of those teams, other than the Chargers, have a franchise quarterback ready to go to really expedite that process and the defense that can do it with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack on that team. Austin Eckler is like, I'm fucking leaving, but I don't know why he would leave if somebody like Harbaugh comes. My only concern with the Chargers is the shitty-ass ownership, and then the, they're living you know, as renters cause after they left San Diego. And then I just go like, what the fuck are you doing? And then the whole franchise is run like a fucking dog shit. Was Harbaugh put up with that shit? I don't know, maybe. He he still turned the Niners around with Jed York and then that leadership that was family-owned. And I'm like, look, you got to owe to your fucking, you know, grandpa over there, maternal grandpa over there, Jed. And then, like, now he handed off all the responsibilities to the right football people, and then the Niners are the Niners. Jim Harbaugh lost the political war. Will he get that, or will the Chargers go after Bill Belichick and throw a gazillion dollars at him and say, "Come to the war, murder Bill"? Eh, I don't know. You know. So, and then would the Chargers take Harbaugh over Belichick? Uh, I don't know. You know, it's it's a it's a modern mindset and the philosophy. So, I'm really curious. So. Either way, I think, and then how many of those opportunities will come? I know Michigan offered a 10-year, $125 million contract with the condition that he doesn't apply for an NFL job in this season, 2024, and he hasn't signed it, and I'm sure he's going to feel the NFL offers and see what it looks like, and then he's going to go decide whether he comes back or not. Um, I'm le- I've been leaning towards 80-20 that he's going to the NFL at this point. Because I don't think he has anything else left to achieve. That said, it just kind of makes me go, well, you know what? This is the only chance they do it, that, it, that they could do it. Because next year is going to be harder with a harder schedule, 12-team format. And it's going to be a grind, right? And is your quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, coming back? I know Mel Kuyper and all these draft boards say he's the fifth-best quarterback in this coming draft. To be honest, I don't think J.J. is ready. Um to play I know some people say oh Denver Broncos are going to take him first round and I'm like no why he's not a he's not he cannot throw 30 times a game way he throws 
He's the athletic, yes, but in the NFL, this kid is going to get his body fucking squashed and die before he plays right now. So, it could, you know, but Tom Brady was never whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this kid has physical raw talent that can be harnessed and trained, and there are a few things that he can improve. Jim probably knows this. He's trying to pump the kid to win the national championship, but NFL is a whole different level. You got to throw more, you know? And does that mean JJ is going to come back or not? I'm sure he's going to weigh his options. And then his option is really depends on what happens to Jim. And if you look at the teams that are out there, other than the Chargers, I don't know if he's going to go to the Bears and build the whole thing or the Raiders and build the whole thing. Like, what franchise players you got? Panthers got nothing other than Bryce Young getting beaten up. And is Bryce even an NFL quarterback? Nobody knows. Is he going to go to the Commanders? You know, I go. They need to draft a quarterback. They got the fucking money, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's a fucking shit show over there. Bears got nothing. CJ Stroud is like, I'm not getting coached well. Blah blah blah. And then you know, Raiders. They got Mason Crosby, but and then some defense. I think they should keep the coach that they got instead of bringing an outsider in after the mistake they made after they fired John Gruden. Anyways, I think Jim's gonna go. I'm leaning towards that. If Jim comes back, um, I really give a lot of chance to repeat, at least be in the top 12. I really think they'll be in top 12 and then compete for it once again and, you know, and then just be in the conversation, right? So I think that's distinctly possible, and then he'll continue to recruit. Now, the assistance is a big thing. Jesse Minner, I think he's... He'll find an NFL job, whether it's like, I don't know, go to Jacksonville Jaguars and be a DC, you know, because they just fired the defensive coordinator or any of these teams that have vacancy and hiring a staff, right? And he, also, when Jim goes, Jim's going to take some of his staff, his son Jay, and then like probably Jesse and all these other guys. And who do you make a Michigan head coach? And the only answer is Rob Moore, the offensive coordinator who filled in for Jim for four games. And he's going to be handed pretty good core and the staff and the philosophy and then I think also from the uh, representation perspective I think it's important that a school like the University of Michigan to name the fir- uh, name their first black head coach and he has proven himself I don't think he has anything else to prove and then for him he's either in the NFL as an offensive coordinator or he's a head coach in a college program and then I think he has earned it I think he has earned it and I think if you're if you were to hand off the rain the the keys, I think Shrod's a guy to do it. Players love him. I think he can go find the staff and help them, and then like just just keep just keep that culture and then the core going, because he is just as big part along with Jesse Minter and these other guys. You know the one thing that I preached. Uh, holy shit! Six years ago, youths, youths, youth. <laughs> Fuck! I'm doing the whole Joe Pesci accent. The youths. Uh, next generation of like offensive line thinking, the philosophy, and then the next focus on the strength and conditioning, and next level of like like next generation of recruiting and all that. And he's part of that. I think he's the future of college football. And then I think he has earned it, and he certainly deserves it. And yeah, I think he needs to be the next head coach. There's nobody else. Don't go get go get Matt Campbell or some shit unless Shira says I'm following Jim, and then. Who knows? If he insists on going to the NFL, then you got to find somebody. 
But I, I'm at a point where I just go like, look, man, the man earned it. The man, you know, was trained by Jim and then go get it. If Jim comes back, yo, I'm sure Sherrod and everybody comes back. It's going to be like Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. <laughs> but regardless, I, I, it was a, it was a, it was a good run. Will I ever see that again? I hope so. After all those, ever since I became a Wolverine in 2006, five Frozen Force, gone. Two final four appearances with the two final runner-ups, gone. One college baseball, you know, World Series, got to the final, and then they lost the head coach who's still I'm mad about to Clemson of all fucking teams. Are you kidding me? Gone. College Cup, they almost got there as a final four, gone. The fucking softball team didn't get close. I think the, the women's team got to the Sweet 16. And, and just go like, they're getting better. Although they lost Toledo. Football never got close until now. So, you know, you can name all these things. Only Mason, who is it? The Mason Perry, the wrestling won it for the, uh, for the individual heavyweight last year. And I go, holy shit, man. I, I finally saw a national champ. So, you know, that's the thing. It's hard to see these things, and you gotta enjoy every one of these moments. And I, I'm glad if they have a, if they have a ceremony or parade. I don't know. I'm down to go, but I don't know if they have a, have it for college. Hell, I spur splurge on the merch a little bit because I said, who knows when this is gonna come the next time. And then, uh, yeah, and then I just it just be my memory. I you know I bought the Raptors. I didn't buy the T-shirt because it was ugly, but I bought the hat because I just go like you know. You never know. And then you just like have these on the display and say you enjoy those moments. I wish I would have enjoyed the 2019 Raptors run better. But I also think I'm not the only one who was jarred that like Raptors, NBA champions. Are you fucking kidding me? And now you look at the same Raptors and like they're rebuilding. But they lose to the fucking bum ass Pistons like I saw last week. And I'm just fucking pissed. I go five years ago. Never imagined this like happening like this, and then like now the Pistons are still bumped. So I'm so <laughs> I'm mad that that historic streak didn't continue. Anyways, congratulations, to Michigan Wolverines. I'm just relieved. Big monkeys off the back. All those years, you know, then you never beat the Ohio. You you called us a younger brother. You never beat the ACC. You fucking cheated. You will never be better than Ohio. And then one thing, last thing I will say, Jim Harbaugh needs to thank China for the coronavirus, the COVID-19 in 2020. Because if it weren't for that and a bunch of canceled games, he wouldn't be here because he was going to lose that game the tremendous way in 2020 season. And he probably would have gotten his ass like fucking handed to him. And then none of this would have happened. So thank you, China. For the fucking virus that Ohio Michigan game, the game did not happen in 2020. I wasn't looking forward to it anyway. <laughs> I will have the best of Jim Harbaugh episode because I talk enough shit about this man that I think it deserves a collective along with a bunch of CEO topics and all that. I will have that one day. I will have that ready for you. I think I just need a good postscript to capture some of the things. Some of the, you know, follow-ups five years later, six years later, you know, four years later, you know. So, anyways, thank you for listening. And uh, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. Just leave me five stars in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. I don't know, YouTube Music. 
rest in peace Stitcher and then uh, email me at aa-o-at-outlook.com aa-o-at-outlook.com go blue hail to the victors the champions of the west the leaders and the best let's go alright have a great rest of the week and then we'll see you next week peace out <laughs>